That is Chris Knight, River Road from the album Enough Rope in 2006, I believe. We're not talking about that album tonight. I told you guys on Facebook the other day that I was going to start doing some series on here where I was going to do the top ten favorite songs by particular artists, and I kicked around the idea of doing Hank Williams Jr. to star as my favorite all-time country music performer. Um, may wait till later on in the year when Hank's birthday is coming up uh, about spring. Eric Church also got a... Hell of a collection. Waylon Jennings, of course. There's so many artists I'm going to do. Cross Canadian Ragway, Shooter Jennings. I just think that the possibilities are endless on this podcast of you know different country music artists that I can spotlight. But for some reason, I was just really thinking about Chris Knight the other day. Um, now I, I, don't, I don't even know why. I can't remember what the reasoning was. But uh, you know, and just to look at Chris Knight's body of work, and I and I posted the the question on Facebook whether uh, we could do the show or not, um, or you know what you'd be interested in hearing in top ten. And the answers I got, and by looking at his uh, catalog, I started thinking, there's no way in hell I can do ten songs from his uh, seven disc discography. Not to mention not doing uh, uh, the two trailer tape uh, albums that he put out. Uh, so today I'm going to be doing the top ten songs from his first three records which were uh, the self-titled album that came out on New Year's Day, 1997. Or at least, let's see, I've got them right here. Uh, I don't want to be wrong. When I, uh, the self-titled album that came out, yeah, uh, January 1st, 1997. The second record, Pretty Good Guy, that was released on September 11th, 2001. What a hell of a day to release a record. I'm, you could put out the best country record in history and you wouldn't be talked about for on putting something out on that day then the third release which may be i don't know the jealous kind it was released um august the 19th 2003 let me tell you something i wish i had a dollar for every beer that was drank on a back road in clay county by me and aj and brad craggett listening to chris knight from 2002 and then the old college apartments uh that i had on uh, walnut avenue and east and then on third street there we had we listened to a lot of chris knight um, also going to talk about the show that I hosted uh, with Chris Knight that was sponsored by Lee J. Aminette, uh Eagle Auction Realty there in 2001 in Salina. That's right. We, After all the beer that was drank and music that was listened to of Chris Knight, it was really cool to bring him back to Clay County for a show that ended up being a pretty controversial one at times uh, just because of the crowd and then Chris's um, – Chris didn't seem to be in a, a great mood early on, but he he, he got there. Uh, and just 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 how important he is to the Americana scene of country music, in my opinion. You know, I think I think you can you can listen to the songs of Chris Knights and understand that you know people of the generation before like to talk about John Prine and Steve Earle and things, and you see the influence in in those guys, and even people say Springsteen in, in, in another way that uh, for Chris Knight, but you know. People who know the truth know that this next generation will be talking about Chris Knight as being, you know, the John Prine or Steve Earle in, in, 
and, and for many people, but that Chris Knight is that important to the Americana scene. Um, and it's just unbelievable. I, I have narrowed it down to ten songs off those first three records. I've got another ten that uh, that I could damn well make a top ten list with. It's ridiculous. I don't know that the man has a bad song. And, uh, you know, for a lot of people who love, you know, uh, wild, rowdy, beer-drinking country music, it's not – Chris Knight's not necessarily your jam, probably. He's He's got a lot of dark songs. He's got some slow songs. But and I tell you what, he's – it don't get any better than Chris Knight in, in the capacity of, of songwriter and storyteller for me. He's, he's, he's 1A for me personally on in in that realm um before we get started well, i do want to cover some other things because before we completely uh give the show to the chris knight tribute side of it uh tyler childers just had his first charting single after all these years being out you know six seven years with in your love uh, the video that drove everybody crazy if you were <laughs> uh if, if you decided to think that way i don't you know whatever if that's your opinion that's your opinion but uh hell of a song uh and just be reminded that guy's been putting out kick-ass country music uh, for years and years, and he's never been charted on the radio until now. Uh, you telling me that? I mean, I know everybody's favorite song back in the day is is obviously uh, White House Road, but Feathered Indians and uh, Lady May, Purgatory. Then I mean, you think about uh, the Country Squire record. I, I loved it with House Fire, Peace of Mind. I mean, just so much, you know. And the new one, the uh, Old Country Church. Can I take my hounds to heaven? Way of the Trying God. I mean, just so much good music. Tyler Childers has had, and this, the In Your Love, was the first charting single the man's ever had. But Walker Hayes and Kane Brown dominate country radio. Make it make sense. I, <laughs> I can't do it. Um, Congratulations, though, Tyler Childers, for uh, finally making it. You, you might be all right, kid. Uh, Zach Brown surprised uh, some concert goers in Austin, Texas, this week by showing up to a dive bar uh, in Austin, playing for 100 people, notified the people, I think, maybe an hour before he showed up there. So really cool. I know, you know, I've heard people talking, you know, people that I know that know Cody Jinks says that, you know, much as Cody loves playing these big shows he's playing, he loves to just get back to the dive bars every now and then. And you know that's true if you're a performer. I mean, Garth Brooks showed up at the uh, at the Bluebird Cafe uh, this past Saturday night. They had four of his top songwriters, and my friend Jeremy Tollison said, I know Garth's going to be there. And I had a friend named Adam, Adam Connor that was there, and he posted on Facebook. He said, I had a feeling Garth would be there because th these are his guys, and he was there the last time, and be damned. He said he got there, and there was four people on the bill, and there was five chairs. And sure enough, Garth shows up with a ball cap and a Carhartt hoodie on, and just like any normal person, and uh, played some songs at the Bluebird. So these guys, it's where they started. You know, they they start in the dive bars. So you got to think when you're got especially rose to start them as quick as Zach Bryan has that he's playing for thousands and thousands of people at these music festivals and big shows he's playing. It's got to be really cool to just be like, oh, you know, hey, in an hour I'm going to be at the Sagebrush in Austin, and you're invited. And they're just, they were just wrapped around for miles, I guess, to see. Zach Bryan. Now, I've been on record. I'm not the biggest Zach Bryan fan. I, and I know that that takes a lot of heat from a lot of people. Uh, to me, give me Charles Wesley Godwin and Cole Chaney. And, I mean, I have nothing against Zach Bryan. I just, or, uh, 
it, it's just like one day I didn't know him, then all of a sudden he had 437 unreleased songs. And I'm like, yeah, but 435 of them sound just alike. I don't know what to differentiate here. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And, and, and again, there's nothing. If you're a Zach Bryan fan, I get it. You know, that's your thing. But the funniest thing about Zach Bryan was that when we saw him at Railbird, we were at the uh, Waffle House and our, we were trying to ask as many people, hey, man, you see Zach Bryan at, uh, at Railbird? Yeah, dude, he killed it. Uh, when we when we joked, me and Clinton Mackey asked as many people as we could, I wonder why he didn't play chicken fried. <laughs> and the amount of people looking at us like we were the biggest dumbasses ever had been. Um, they didn't get the joke. They didn't find, they didn't find the humor in it. So anyway. So uh, if you're listening to the first time because you're posting this, you saw this posted on Facebook, uh, I would like to welcome you, I guess, officially. I didn't... Uh, I didn't give an introduction like I usually do at the start of the show, but welcome to the North Spring Sessions podcast with DK. And uh, my name is Dustin Kennedy. And uh, in my former life, I ran another podcast with my friend Lucas Hickman named One Lane Road. Uh, and we interviewed Chris several years ago. I wouldn't suggest to go back and listen to it. We've been doing podcasts for months, and we landed Chris on the show. Um, and it was okay, but it just, you know, I, I, I can't go back and listen to it, so I don't suggest you do. Um, but we had some good interviews with musicians on there. And if you're um, into music, like I'm sure you are, if you're listening for Chris Knight, you can go back and listen to some uh, interviews I've done here in my archives with people that played in my music festival. And if you're uh, listening to this and you're interested, uh, look it up. The website's not running right now, but you can get on my Facebook, Dustin Kennedy, or the uh, North Springs Music Fest Facebook page and check out some things. We've got our fifth annual music festival coming up on October 11th and 12th here in North Springs, about an hour and a half. Out of outside of Nashville, two hours outside of Knoxville, um, and we've got some stuff coming up, some announcements being made. Um, so yeah, check that out. Love to have you guys. We had people from 14 states, 15 states coming down last year, and um, yeah, just love to have everybody. And we got got some good feedback last week off our DJ Davo and DK nothing but a G thing remix at the end. So that's right. Uh, I am full country music on this show, but if you listen to my boy Davo, we had to rock it out. The monitor's too loud. I'm too loud. I didn't think I did my best Davo impression last week. I appreciate the shout-out to my boy Johnny Painter. He uh, he texted me today saying he, the, the Davo was spot on, and Davo mentioned it on Facebook. So as long as I made my boy Davo happy, sometimes people don't don't understand when they you do impressions of them. A lot of my friends have always thought, why are you making fun of me? I'm like, dude, you just have a – distinct voice uh, it's not making fun of you i like to pick up on people's mannerisms and davo i swear to god he's a gainsborough legend we all know it he loves to rock it out and these guys that i got coming from north springs music fest we're gonna rock it out dk mackey 2024 i can't do it my voice is still dude i've been i've been sick for a month i can't get over it dude i like i I finally was getting over it after having all my whole house being sick, but it's the, I'm the one that's staying with the most. I've started feeling real good. And I got cocky the other night and slept chest neck in front of a fan. Here I am, just been congesting all this shit all over again. So, um, but yeah, that was really cool. I, I just looked at the when I when I down uh, logged into Podbean, I had um, pretty good numbers for last week. So, I guess the headline of DJ Davo and DK rapping nothing but a G thing. Uh, hypothetically, um, had some good numbers, so I appreciate you guys listening. Nobody texted me much on it. A couple of you did, but uh, 
long as Dave O liked it, it makes me happy. If Dave O and his friends liked it and they laughed about all of it, it's cool. Um, but yeah, some of the responses. Um, well, again, before we get into Chris Knight, I'm sorry if I'm all over the place, but it's just um, I've made four announcements so far for North Springs Music Fest uh, 2024. It'll be two nights this year as, as it was last year. Um, got some hitters left, just trying to finalize some contracts, uh, get it in. But uh, so far, man, this is, and people get used to it because we have like bring a lot of the same guys. It's going to be a whole different market this year, guys. So if you're used to people from the past – I like to keep it fresh. I like to change over every year. And so far, the four announcements, one of my headliners, Ward Davis, will be here. Of course, Ward just headlined the Ryman back in November. Uh, he's been playing big shows for several years now, so I'm, th I'm thrilled to have Ward Davis. Um, Low Water Bridge Band, a band out of uh, Virginia. And, we'll, and I'll read about these a little bit before we start into Chris. We got the uh, Comancheros Band coming out of Indiana. And then Waylon Hannell, a young, early 20-year-old, 20-something-year-old, 21 is what his website says, um, little country, outlaw country singer from Michigan, uh, named after Waylon Jennings. But he's, uh, man, he's open for some big acts. And um, so, you know, Ward Davis played, you know, he lived here in Jackson County. That's how, you know, I met him a couple times. He got, you know, really big in with some people, some folks here that lived in Jackson County. Um Met him a couple times randomly and had already seen him in concert several times. Um, you know, and I, basically how this came about, uh, Wes Ship, my buddy Wes, that's a hell of a musician as well, took a picture with Ward one day, and I said, I said, hey, man, I said, tell, tell Ward to come to North Springs. Uh, and then, you know, I was kind of kidding, you know, it was like, hey, let's make it happen. And then um, Wes texts me uh, right back and is like, hey, dude, Ward's interested. Uh, you know, uh, he said, give him a call. So I just text Ward and I said, "Hey, Wes said holler. You know, you said to holler. I said just whenever you get a chance, you know, give me a shout." And he called me, you know, a little bit later, and he's like, "Dude, I just got to thinking. I can't play. I can't play your show." Uh, he said, "I have a radius clause because I'm playing the rhyme." And I was like, "I can't afford your ass, man. My festival's in three weeks, Ward. I can't afford you in three weeks. I'm talking about next year." He's like, "Oh well, shit. Let's do it. You know, it makes too much sense not to. I live there and I don't live too far now, so." Really honored to have Ward. He, his stage show just gotten so much better. I watched him at the Ryman a couple years uh, last year, and um, yeah, I'm really excited to have Ward Davis. He's a. Uh, I'm sure you're, if if you're listening to this for Chris Knight, you're probably familiar with uh with Ward. He just released an EP back in um, May of 2023, a four song EP. Um, and of course, he had SavingCountryMusic.com's Record of the Year, Album of the Year, 2020 with black cats and crows and here's a here's a little bit of that one uh here's the song um which one do i play i'll play sound of chains Bitch, no, she was mine. She tried to run, I ran her down and left her with her sins dead on the ground. Now I wake up to the sound of chains. 
No, I'm very excited to have Ward Davis, one of the coolest guys. He's just hell of a dude, man. Funny as shit, too. And uh, so he's he's one of our headlining acts. Uh, like I said, the rest of them's coming. Just be patient. Um, I, I think we're going to have a hell of a time in North Springs. I will say that. we got some really raucous bands. Second band we signed that came across, that come, um, again, um, Everybody knows Ward. I, I don't have to. I don't have to. Ward Ward speaks for himself. His resume speaks for itself. So everybody knew him when I started posting him. But these other guys, um, I, I want to give a little background too because everybody's not as familiar. But um, Low Water Bridge Band from their website it says there's a there's a sound on the Shenandoah River River makes as it rumbles over the stones in the shallows. It sings songs the way they used to be, plain and honest, no frills. Uh, buckle that bell before you head to the hills and the hollers. It's there under Virginia Moon, and you'll find the Low Water Bridge Band. The band just released their second full-length album, Back to the Valley, which landed on Saving Country Music's essential album chart of 2023, as well as getting a rave review from Whiskey Riff, saying Low Water Bridge Band is on the verge of releasing a sophomore record that has the potential to catapult the band into the forefront of the Americana scene. Um, this is one of my favorites of Low Water Bridge Band. Uh, this is back in um, 2022, a uh, couple singles they released. This is called Lie, High, Blue, and Lonesome. I love it. And they also got a, a single release at the same time called Two Stone to Care, which I think y'all will dig. And I'm really excited to bring those boys from Virginia down here to Tennessee. Um, they were on my radar last year. We couldn't make it. I, I talked to the lead singer, Logan, and uh, we tried to make it happen. And he was they were already locked into a date. And um, they, you know, obviously they wanted to commit to that date and honor it. And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to talk them out of it just because I wouldn't want somebody doing it to me. So. Uh, yeah, but it all worked out, and they're here for 2024. And then this next band, man, uh, the Comancheros, they're out of uh, Indiana, I believe. And here's what I shared about those guys this morning. Uh, Richard Young from the Kentucky Headhunters, hell of a dude, by the way, hell of a character, says the Comancheros are ZZ Top go Star Wars. Uh, the Comancheros are known for bringing to the stage some of the highest energy performances in the business. They've shared the stage with Whiskey Myers, Blackberry Smoke, Cadillac 3, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, The Steel Woods, Alabama, among others. Check out their latest EP, No Cover, live from Duke's Indy. And uh, one of my favorite songs they've got is The Day George Jones Died. Um, and again, like I mentioned on the on the uh, post here, 
They're playing my favorite venue in the world, the Shed Smokehouse and Jute Joint on February 16th on the inside stage. My friend Scott Maddox, uh, one of the best venues in the world, especially in Tennessee. Uh, get up there, buy you some tickets, see what I'm talking about, and see uh, what those boys are going to bring. And some of the comments um, when, the, you know, when it was released, high energy set show ton of fun guaranteed smiles all the way around these guys can rock it out i'm sorry that was david paul he says they can rock it out swear to god i looked them up on youtube phenomenal like jackson county has never seen anything like the common cheros common common cheros i can't do it man it's 10 o'clock my voice is still gone <laughs> christy garrison now these guys look fun um Let's see. Uh, if we weren't already attending, we would be now. Don McCall. Uh, I love the Comancheros. Oh, hell yes. These boys are legit. Holy smokes. I can't wait to see the, them. That's from Amanda Cannon. Um, there was one uh had me cracking up. It's on down the list here. Um, Sherry Mullen says, oh, wow, the party just went over the top. We were at Duke's, Duke's show when they recorded that album. Dusty Kennedy better put a bar on the stage for Tanner Bryce Jones to stroll on and maybe reinforce the rafters so Bobcat can hang out. And sharpen your swords. Wouldn't recommend hanging these ceiling fans on stage. So I hope you all are ready for that party in North Springs. And so let's see what we can play from the Comancheros here. Um, again, we are getting to Chris Knight, I promise. We just want to go ahead and... Um, This is the day George Jones died. George sure sounded this was his final show. Through a single six by nine, George sure sounded fine. His melody so sweet to me. With that dual flush symphony sang and wobbly wobbly. I hung my head and cried. I'll never forget the day George Jones died. Again, that live at Dukes, man. They got some, uh, they got some covers. It says no cover live from Dukes. It's covers of Long Hair Country Boy, Mississippi Kids, Seminole Wind. The boys are back in town and give me all your loving. I'm just telling you, man. High energy, honky tonk rock. Uh, I just can't wait to see those guys. And the final addition that I've added um, as I'm announcing. New artist, Waylon Hannell out of Michigan, uh, 21 years old, and I put on Facebook there tonight. 21-year-old um, Waylon Hannell is a self-taught musician. His singer characterized by his vocals and endearing ability to captivate audiences. The Michigan native has quickly become recognized from his down-to-earth style, bold delivery, and uh, storytelling. Named after country music legend Waylon Jennings, one of his biggest influences, Hannell has worked to own his skills in developing a vintage signature style of his own. Music recordings are a testament to his unique artistic individuality and powerful delivery well beyond his years. In the five short years since Waylon launched his music career, he's performed as a support act for Uncle Cracker, Travis Tritt, Trace Atkins, Chris Cagle, Elvie Shane, Creed Fisher, Ashley McBride, Tyler Farr, and Joe D. Messina. Waylon's 2023 tour schedule exceeded more than 75 show dates on the books with an aggressive tour schedule taking shape in 2024. Man, that's a hell of a, a, hell of a lineup of... Uh, a resume, I should say, for guys to open for, girls there, and at a, such a young age. So his latest uh, thing, the new, out, new old outlaws, 
I like it, man. Waylon Handel, let's go. To me, a great addition. Young guy, uh, bring a little extra oomph to uh, North Springs Music Fest. Those tickets go on sale in the spring for guys listening is for the first time. Uh, you know, and who knows, may get Chris down here one of these times. That's uh, Chris has yet to play North Springs Music Fest, but uh, we did play a show together. Uh, we played a show together. I ain't played shit in my life. Uh, we... Uh, we had him back in September of 2021, back to Salina. Um, Josh Green, those guys at Red Eleven Music, put that together for me. That was that was like the first big name that I'd ever hosted. Uh, for anybody not listening, again, my name is Dustin Kennedy. Um, I just started hosting shows in 2020, uh, 2019, I should say, and so two years in and hosting one of my musical. Uh, you know, favorite favorite musicians in the history. You know, I grew, I was grew, I grew up on the George Jones and Waylon and Hank and ZZ Top, Bad Company, stuff like that. But um, then later, the '90s country. I never will forget uh, where we live here in Tennessee. It's just you know, 20 minutes from the Kentucky border. And I had some friends in Tompkinsville, Kentucky, and just to name drop them, just just because if they ever hear this, and I doubt they will. But Nick Grider. And Michael Page, I think they had taught my friends, AJ and Brad Craig at the Brothers that I run around with, they had, they had showed them, you know, uh, Chris's music. And I think I'd heard it for the first time, probably around 2000, 2001. I was still in high school, graduating in 02. And that's the first time I'd ever heard it. And, of course, that uh, it was the self-titled album from 97. And um, it, it just meant it was something different than I'd ever heard. You know, and I went and seen him throughout the years a couple times, and um, see him in '05. I remember it was a hell of a show at Barley's Tap Room in Knoxville, a little small room upstairs, and uh, then I seen him again in 2009 at the infamous Shed Show where uh, Chris wasn't in a good mood or something. And I remember him thanking the Harley guys, then he cussed the Harley guys, then he he his his uh, some of his equipment messed up, and I think he was playing like enough rope and somebody kept yelling for Becky's Bible or something. He's like, I'm playing enough rope. And, you know, he just, he was getting agitated with the crowd and a little bit. And I remember, I'll never forget this as long as I live. He stood up and he got to the microphone. He goes, I got T-shirts and CDs and koozies over there. I don't give a shit if you buy any of it, but it's over there. <laughs> and my friend is a mechanic still to this day. He was one of the first five people hired at the shed and, and uh, he took me backstage to meet Chris that night. And Chris, he was he was a nice guy, you know. He whatever had happened on stage that night, he was he was very nice to me backstage. And um, you know, it's just I'll never forget that. And he didn't play at the shed for a long time, but um, he's 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 back in the regular rotation over there. And I know I think him and Scott pretty cool now. And um, it's it's one of the coolest venues around if you ever get a chance to go there in East Tennessee, just outside of Knoxville to uh, the shed. Um, they do a outside concert series in the summer, in spring and summer. Then uh, in the fall and winter, they, they do an inside stage there in the backstage area. So, um, but anyway, about summer of 2021, I started a 
kind of poking around with Red Eleven and Josh and seeing, hey, man, can I get Chris Knight down for a show? And um, then he confirmed. And uh, that show probably wouldn't have happened without Lee J. Aminette. Like I said, he's a uh, Aminette's Eagle Auction Realty Group, and he uh, he sponsored the show that night. And uh, Some local uh, – a local girl, Cherokee Upton, opened the show, and my buddy Addison Johnson. He, that was the first show Addison Johnson ever played on for me was that Chris Knight show. And he played the second annual North Springs Fest after that. And um, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was a hell of an experience getting to be around Chris that day. He just, But you got to understand at the time, man, it was still like a year into COVID, a year and some change into COVID, and, you know. And in particularly, it, it had went away. And I remember this very vividly. It had went away because we sold – it was at a fairgrounds building. It, it was probably nowhere near the nicest or classiest place that Chris and I had ever played. That just go ahead and preface it by saying that, but people who don't aren't familiar with where I live and the show in Solano, it's fifteen, you know, it's right in the middle of Delahalla Lake right there. But it's very rural, a very poor town. I mean, you know, Solano's not a it's a pretty poor town, like a lot of the small rural towns in this area. So we don't have any venues. There's no music venues. So I knew we'd sell a shit ton of tickets for Chris. So I wanted somewhere they could host it, and then inside of that fairgrounds building holds about 250 people seated. Um, so we came there, but that week, uh, COVID had spiked. So I remember people were freaking out, trying to sell their tickets because they didn't want to be inside with people. Uh, you know, I don't think Chris was, you know, like a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people at the time was really comfortable being around people. Um, so my, my friend Andy run the sound that night, and he was like, Ah, dude, I'm a nervous wreck. Ah, oh, hell, I'm a nervous wreck. I talked to so-and-so, and they said that Chris Knight hates sound sound guys. Fucking hates them. And I said, well, I mean, you got me. Sounds like you better bring your A game tomorrow, brother. <laughs> you know, and uh, so I ran out of town and got some stuff, and by the time I come in, Andy was a nervous wreck, and I said, he goes, I've already pissed him off. I've pissed him off. And I said, what the hell, man? I, I go out and I go out in town to buy some beer and <laughs> and some stuff for their dressing room, and you've made them mad? And he goes, I just said, how's that sound in your mo- how's that sound in your monitor, Bubba? Who the hell's Bubba? <laughs> and uh, I said, well, don't call him Bubba. Goddamn, don't call him Bubba. It's pretty simple, you know. And um, I went in, introduced myself. Hey, man, big fan. You know, I'm the one hosting this show tonight. And you know, he's cordial enough, and told him, you know, whatever. And uh, I, I'll just say, Jason Knight was a, uh, you know, Jason, the tour manager for Chris, was was so awesome to to deal with. He you know, I didn't. The last thing I want to do, because you know, this is very early in me hosting shows, and I and I really just didn't want to. Kind of walking on eggshells, because you know, Chris, you know, you admire him his whole career, and you just don't want to, you don't want to piss him off or you know anything. You want to do everything right, and uh, I just remember saying, uh, I I, I kind of got the approval for Jason, and I was like, hey, you think if you think you would sign some autographs? I said a lot of people's been asking, and I said I know with COVID, it's not going to be a thing. He's like, man, he, he really doesn't want to sign autographs through COVID. He's not going to do the merch table and everything. But, you know, damn, he's been around the business long enough. You put some stuff back there and put a Sharpie down, he's going to, he's going to know what to do. So I go back there, and I was like, hey, man, uh, Jason said you'd be cool with uh, signing some autographs. Jason said that. And I said, oh, I mean, I'm just, I'm, not, I mean I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, you know, if people ask, he's like, well, I'm not doing the merch table. And I was like, oh, no, I understand. But people hit me up, and, uh, you know, he goes, well, are they here? I signed some stuff, and I said, "No, they're not here." He said, "Well, we won't worry about it." And I was like, "Okay," 
So, uh, again, I don't know why. I, was, I guess I was just so new to the business that I was just trying to, you know, make sure, sure everything went smooth. And I was like, well, I do have some posters here that I, that I put together, and I'm, I was going to give some sponsors. I always get our sponsors and keep a couple for myself or whatever to, to have just to, you know, show posters. And if you sign a couple of those. And he signed about two of them and went on about his way, you know. And I said, there's a, I said, there's a stack. He goes, yeah, I signed two of them. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it's just fun to look back at now and, you know, uh, goes out there and, and uh, he played an acoustic show that night and uh, the crowd was just you get a you get a crowd of that many people, it, it's tough. You know, a big open room, two hundred something people, and uh, it, it just um, I don't know. Um, I, it's hard. It's hard when you get that many people and people are talking during the show and and Chris is so soft spoken. You know, kind of uh, low key anyway in some of his songs. Um, I'll, I'll always be glad I hosted the show. And Jason Knight was phenomenal. And at the end of the day, you know, I don't know if Chris had the best time ever had been, and which sucked for me, you know, because you want your musicians that you paid, you know, they're, he, he he was paid and he did his job. But at the end of the day, you're thinking, man, you know, I don't know that he wants to be here. But then again, it's Chris Knight up there. You know, I'm thinking, man, we got Chris Knight placed in Salina, of Tennessee. This is really special for me. He may hate it. He, he may not ever want to come back to Salina, Tennessee again and play for this crowd. But. Uh, so after it was over, you know, we kind of had <laughs> – I remember as the night went on, you know, we, uh, I, I just tried to leave him alone. I tried to leave him alone. As it, and I finally was like, you care if I take one of these Miller lights, Chris? He goes, I reckon. <laughs> and I said, well, your contract only only called for 18, and I got 24, so hell, I'm due six of them, surely. Tried to cut up with him. And, you know, the only damn person that ever got him loosened up, Lee J come back after his – you know, because Lee J paid for the show. So I went back and asked Chris, because Chris really didn't want nobody back there, uh, as he shouldn't have. And the people kept going back there behind that, and I couldn't keep them out, man. I couldn't keep them out of there. And I would, and, I, and it, it's hard to tell lifelong friends that have always wanted to meet Chris Knight, like, hey, man, can you take me back there? Can you take me back there? I'm like, dude, it's, you know, I really don't want to. I said, because, it's, you know, it's COVID, and I said, everybody's worried about COVID. And I said, just kind of respect him, man. I said, it, it, we're not, you know, we're not going to do it tonight. And so to tell, like, some of my lifelong best friends who have listened to Chris Knight for, you know, 20 years at this point, uh, hey, man, I can't bring you back here. That sucked. But I did ask Chris, and I was like, hey, man, there was a guy, named, uh, Lee J. Amanes. He paid for this whole thing. He's a he's a real estate guy, an auctioneer. And I said, do you, do you care if you, to meet him and his family? He goes, yeah, man. So he, he brought one of his buddies back. And, and, man, Lee J. got him laughing, got to cutting up with him, and, I said, well, hell, while you're in a good mood, I'm going to ask you about a damn show I was at at the shed back about 10, 12 years ago. And Chris said, yeah, I was more or less just fucking with them people that night. <laughs> and he said, hey, yeah, he said he had some people that come around, come up there and was kind of being silly, and he just gave it back to them. So uh, to see that side of Chris cutting up with us, and finally after all night, you know, I've been walking on eggshells just trying to make the man happy. And, uh, Finally, after a, what I thought was a pretty good performance from him, and then uh, got to hear some, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was just really cool. Not to sound like a at the risk of sounding like a fanboy, but uh, just, I mean, just, you know how it is. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're from a small rural town and you rode around, drank beer, and to framed, and it ain't and easy being me and all that songs, and you got the guy in your hometown playing, I mean, shit, it don't get much better than that. So, me and, uh, Lee J back there with with him cutting up and then I go out and I said you care if I bring my wife he goes yeah that's fine so I was walking Lee J out and I was going out to get my wife 
and a guy named Mark Poindexter uh, from Salina, who also loved Chris Knight. He'd been hitting me up all night. I mean, there was a guy offered me $200. He's like, please just take me back there. And I didn't know the guy, but I knew he loved Chris Knight. I could tell that. He's like, I'll give you $200 so I can meet him. I was like, man, we're just not doing that. And Mark had hit me up all night. And uh, he, uh, he he said, can I meet him? And I kept telling him, no, 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 you know. And uh, sure enough, I get back to the dressing room, and Mark is standing there. And he's all over Chris Knight. I mean, he's giving him a ball jack and a, a slow jack and a ball rub. And uh, not really, obviously. But uh, Chris is madder than hell. He is, he's madder than hell. And, uh, and Mark is, 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 is hit him up for a selfie. Not just a regular picture now. Now, I've got a picture of me and Addison Johnson with Chris. And we're all about two feet apart. Me and Addison are smiling like schoolgirls. And Chris just looks like he could murder us, like we were going down down the river part two. Uh, so Mark has his arm around Chris, requesting his selfie. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> you know. And I commented on that on the Facebook post that y'all are y'all looking at. And uh, Mark commented and said, after the show, I was outside talking with Andy Smith. I said, where's Chris Knight at? He said, in there. And I said, I wonder if he'll take a picture. Andy said, Heck, I don't know. Go see. So off I went. I was able to get a smirk out of him. I don't think it was a smirk. I think I was. A, it was. I hate this guy. I hate Mark Poindexter. <laughs> um, then all the all the night was ruined after that. He's like Chris told me it was like you kept it like Grand Central Station back there. I was like, man, I've tried. I'm new to this. I'm sorry. So, but I'll forever be grateful for that. Uh, we got to host Chris and I, one of a truly legend in my book, and. Uh, Again, a, a thank you to Jason Knight. And, you know, Jason shared that Facebook post um, about me doing this podcast tonight. And uh, he, he posted the question. And, man, it has turned out 239 comments. He just said our, bus, our buddy Dustin has asked the question, what's your favorite Chris Knight song? Let him know and then tune into the podcast and see what he chooses. And there's no way in hell I can read all these. Um Larry Pierce says, Dustin Kennedy is one fine fellow in North Springs Music Festival's lineup that's worthy of praise. Thank you, Larry. Uh, the fact that Chris Knight, the John Prine of a generation, I agree with that, poses this question, shoe buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, I just... Uh, this one guy, Christopher Clark, says, oh, I know Christopher Clark. Yeah, he played... <laughs> I think he's the yeah, Christopher Clark. He's the guy that played a, a guitar for, um, for Chris and Slider that night. I never had picked up on that until I just clicked on his profile. It's next to impossible to pick one favorite song, but I just had a flashback long before I really knew Chris. There used to be a dive bar off of Nolensville Road in Nashville called Jack's Guitar Bar. The people from that small circle who hung around and played there and and have gone on to do big things is crazy. Some dude named Keith Urban. The list is small but intense. This was about 1996, pre-record deal, pre-Ain't uh, Easy. Chris would drive down from Kentucky and wait around to get up and play a few songs like the rest of us. I remember sitting there one night uh, up front, and the front were uh, the back and the front were the same distance apart, and he played If I Were You. When he got done, I just remember sitting there thinking, well, there you go. The rest of us are obviously just wasting our time. As many nights as I would eventually hear him play that song on the road, it never stopped blowing me away, one of his many masterpieces. 
masterpieces. That is a really cool story from Chris Clark. I didn't get to look at all these. Um, but again, one of the uh, so many songs, so many, and everybody was choosing from this whole collection. So thank you for everybody that uh, commented on that, the 239 comments on uh, Chris's post on his page, and uh, then on mine, it looks like it was just as many. It was, uh, well, not as many, 53 comments on mine, but um, see if any of those stand out. Jeremy Atwood says, Little Victories. I know John Prine and Steve Goodman wrote the perfect country song, but you never uh, even call me by my name since uh, they included Mama, Trucks, and Prison. But Chris got Baloney, Little Debbies, and Mountain Dews all in one song. That's musical genius right there. <laughs> I've always been tickled by that song, just being able to put that in there. So it was so just country. Yeah, he's right. Um, I got the, another line from that song. I got the Honda 125 running. Took the back road to the store. It's about 35 degrees, but it sure feels good not to be walking no more. Uh, got the milk, bread, bread and bologna, little Debbie's, the Mountain Dews. Yeah, just, just a hell of a, I mean, this, the, you could go on and on uh, with these comments. And thank you, everybody that commented. Um, so I'm going to get to the list now. And I'm going to get to, again, this is a, uh, This, I'm only judging from the self-titled album, Pretty Good Guy and Jealous Kind. Um, honorable mention and listen to this. And I'm like a lot of you guys. A lot of you guys commented and said, well, today my favorite Chris Knight song is this. And tomorrow it's going to be this. And yesterday it was this. Same way. Listen to this t nine right here that I put an honorable mention. North Dakota, which was on most of your top ten list. Staying Up All Night Long is long a Cool One. Me and This Road. Hello, Old Man. Long Black Highway, The Lord's Highway, House of 90 Acres, Run For Your Memory, and William. I mean, that's a top ten you can put together right now. And that's just an honorable mention for my favorite top ten for different reasons. Uh, and before we get to the list, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, uh, Brenda Keith, Don Franklin Chevrolet, Burksville, Kentucky. Whether you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Brenda Keith can hook you up. Uh, Brenda's a big music lover for everybody that's listening. She supported almost all the North Springs music festivals, I guess all of them. Uh, many of my music shows that I do uh, periodically throughout the year leading up to North Springs. Uh, Brenda also killing it in the gym. She's lost 88 pounds. I told her I'd found about 20 of it. She sent me a North Springs Music Fest picture of us from 22 and 23. And, yeah, she lost 88, and I'd found about 24 of them. So, um, yeah, I, I said a joke on my Titans podcast a while ago. I said, you look at me in those pictures, and it looks like I had a – acorns and I said nuts in my mouth and I said I guess I'll retract that I don't need to say I had nuts in my mouth but uh yeah she's uh that's the first thing I, I get fat over the place especially my cheeks so Brenda's really killing it man she's uh she's working hard losing weight in the gym and uh hell of a salesman same time so get up there to Burksville Kentucky see her at the Don Franklin Chevrolet lot and also my friends at Helen's Restaurant Kristen and Carol um been running that business in Jackson County since 1987 out on the Highway 56 in Gainesboro, one of my favorite restaurants in the world. Uh, love the catfish when they have that there, of course. Love all the just, – just that family supported me so much in the last few years of our music stuff around here in Jackson County. So shout-out to both those businesses. Proud sponsors here of the North Spring Sessions podcast with DK and also as I take a swig of beer here at 10 o'clock at night, 10.30 actually, a little, getting a little later. So if I'm dragging my words, it's been a long day. And thank you to my friends at TriStar Beverage in Cookville for this – Smooth, refreshing, bush light. 
to get me through the podcast here. So starting off, we're going to go to number 10. It's from uh, it's from the Jealous Kind record. It's called and it's Devil Behind the Wheel. Now, I never will forget there was there were some young kids that died in a car wreck here years and years ago in our small community, and they played this at the funeral. And I just thought it was so fitting, but it was so sad. kind of way Seems like I get meaner Every single day and I don't remember making the devil no damn deal Maybe I got lost one night and the devil got behind the wheel Behind the wheel Devil got behind the wheel straight down here And my soul was riding shotgun Side the kingdom come in a long black cookerville Hell fire and steel The devil's behind the wheel You know just such good good storytelling from Chris and uh, in that song, and you know, I, I, when I rank these albums, I know a lot of people put Pretty Good Guy up there pretty high. I, I think I would rank these albums for me the self-titled album number one. I love the Jealous Kind record, man. I, I love that one. I would put that number two. And even though Pretty Good Guy Guy has some really strong singles on it, I would rank that the third best uh, album of those three. And that's just my personal opinion. Um, my number nine song. For Chris Knight, in the first three records, I will be doing a part two of this with Enough Rope, Heart of Stone, Almost Daylight, and Little Victories. Um, number nine for me, The Border, also coming from the Jealous Kind record. They met down in Brownsville And a little border died she was just looking for someone to dance with He was just looking for a fight They knew what they wanted But that's about all they knew They liked to be with each other Just to see what the other would do They're walking on the border The couple on the run, this has to be my favorite line, the closing the last few, uh, the last two minutes here of this song, the closing of the border, hell of an ending. Back in Brownsville, Texas, we gone down the road. It ran out of American money, ran out of Mexico. There was kissing on the corner. Ain't it good to be alive? Then they crashed the door of the liquor store. She handed him. That's true love. Rob a liquor store and had hand a gun to you, man, and keep on down the road. Um, just, just, a, just a good song, man. I've always, I, just, I love the Jealous Kind record. Uh, always have, and the Border has uh, has always been one of my favorites. And again, man, you ask me tomorrow, and, and Hello Old Man may be on this top ten, or Run from Your Memory, or House of Ninety Acres. Uh, one of one of Chris's more fun songs 
that a lot of people in little towns, not necessarily oil patch towns, can relate to is 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 uh, off of the pretty good guy record, oil patch town because we've all got them buddies. And let let me let me go ahead and play you this first part here, and we'll get back to it. It's called Oil Patch Town. Got six bucks. That's enough for beer. Huh? Now we needed someone to do the buying. My buddy Lando, he ain't never got no money, but he drinks a most of beer every time. By nine o'clock, got a half case between us. Pull into the quick pick window, had to have some smoke. They said Susan, Billy Scott's Camaro, Lando gives her a wink. Billy says, won't you neck broke? They're about to go toe to toe. Here comes a cop car, Lando says the cemetery bill. If you have raised any kind of hell in a little town like Hermitage Springs, Tennessee, or Salina, Tennessee, or Gainesboro, Tennessee, then you can relate to Old Patch Town. And I'll always reference Brad and A.J. Craghead when I listen to these songs because that's, that's the guys I learned these songs with. But it's funny because A.J. would be working at the time, and sometimes Brad wouldn't be so work brittle at the time. And, and their brothers and A.J. would get mad because – Brad Brad would let AJ buy the beer, but then Brad would buy all the damn beer. Then we go somewhere, and if Brad wouldn't didn't have a girlfriend, he'd hit on somebody's girlfriend, and we'd be in a damn bar fight because Brad's hitting on a girl because he's just that damn smooth. You know, and it always reminded me. He was he was Lindell in that song. Um and just just hiding from the cops, trying to figure out who's gonna buy your booze for you on a Friday night after you go play a ball game, and you gotta find somebody three years older than you to buy your beer for you. And if that ain't small town stuff, then I don't know what is. Um, number seven is Chris, and everybody knows if you're a, if you're a Chris Knight fan, you know it. This is his Christmas song. This is the one he turned into the record label for a Christmas song, and it's a song about domestic violence and how uh, that guy that shouldn't have been beaten on Carla disappeared. Carla came home. Number seven, of the top ten Chris Knight songs of the first three records. There's a running in the hall Daddy's Winchester wasn't hanging on the wall And it didn't seem like Christmas very much at all Mama said me to chopping wood before the snow Daddy's gone to Richmond And that's all you need to know I said I want to know why Carla's got that blood on her clothes Carla came home Middle of the night Sunglasses on And tears in her eyes Carla came 
Nobody missed that boy except for his ma. Uh, that's that's stuff right there that you know they weren't writing. You know, Chris Clark was talking about Keith Urban. Keith, uh, Keith Urban ain't writing domestic uh, violence songs where the boyfriend disappears. Um, that's the stuff Chris Knight will write that nobody else will write, especially you know in that time period. And uh, if you're sleeping on, on on my boy Tony Logue. Uh, Tony did, did a hell of a second part almost to Carla came home called Road to Richmond, and if uh, if you're listening to this, you're not and you're not uh, up on Tony Logue. Go download, check out Tony Logue right now. Um, he is a uh, he's a real deal and a big Chris Knight fan, so he gets brownie points. Should be from the, if you're a fan of Chris Knight, which you are if you're listening to this. Uh, number five, this is a song to me that was always one of my favorites. And then it's getting kind of a little bit of a, a new school love as Charles Wesley Godwin uh, did a cut on it um, last year, I believe, or maybe two years ago. This is The Jealous Kind. Self off the, off the, uh, the title track off the album. I got a letter from Maria You know her English ain't that good But what she meant was easily understood If I'm gonna keep her I better get there quick The thought of her with somebody else Just makes me sick Never drove two days through the pouring rain Just stopping for coffee and gas I never outrun the law on the interstate Didn't know this thing would go that fast I've never been in this deep before But there's always a first time me always one of the most underrated Chris Knight songs uh, there are uh, out there with uh, the jealous kind and like I said nobody nobody is more successful right now to me I mean like, like I said earlier Zach Bryan is is killing it but I'll take Charles Wesley Godwin over Zach Bryan and and to see the love he's showing Chris Knight every time he does that song uh, is really cool um, it's, it's almost like the time, you know, the way Charles talks about it on stage, and I've seen Charles play that song probably three times now. Um, I, I remember Cody Canada way back in the day when he was still in Cross Canadian Ragweed uh, playing at the shed in Maryville and saying he heard uh, Cry Lonely for the first time and he had to pull the vehicle over. That's how powerful it was to Cody Canada when he heard Chris's version of Cry Lonely. So just to know how influential he is, and that's really the point of me doing this. This is. If you ask me why, you know, is Chris my favorite of all time? No. Uh, is he top ten? Yes. And it's just for me is you mentioned some of the guys I mentioned at the start of this show about who I could have done it over originally. Most people know those guys. And it just amazes me. I'm starting to hang out with the younger generation of people through music. Uh, and, and it's just crazy to me the amount of early 20-year-old people, you know, who don't know Chris Knight. And no different than when I bring music here to Jackson County. Uh, 
my point is to is to let people know country music's alive and well, and then a lot of people in this area still are like, they're they're nowhere. There's no in between. It's either I'm still listening to Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, George Jones, Hank Jr., Waylon Jennings, because that's the only country music exists. Because they they turn on country radio and country radio sucks. Well, my point has always been in the last ten years, especially you got to dig and find these guys. So when I bring people to town. I feel like I have a good enough track record now with some of the country music that I bring here that always you you may not have heard of, but you're a fan of. And I take really a lot of pride in the fact that he, people in my very rural town here, when I've been bringing stuff to these acoustic shows at North Springs Music Fest, that that people will say, well, I've never heard of those people. Then you bring them here, then six months later or three months later, you're seeing them take road trips. Uh two, three hours or longer away to go see these people. So I'm doing my job and trying to spread the word, but it still amazes me that Chris Knight is a freaking legend since 1997 doing this thing, and there's a whole other generation below me who's like never heard of him. And these are the songs that I put on them. I'm like, no, sit down. <laughs> sit down, and we're turning on Apple Music right now. And um, they don't even know what CDs are. Damn near it, you know, so they're so young. Um, so number four on the list, tell me another guy that can write a song about a prostitute and a cop falling in love. It's love and 45, love and a 45 from the first album. What's funny is somewhere in uh, Brentwood or Franklin right now, there's five yuppies sitting around talking about how can we uh, reinvent the wheel once again and talk about how we can get a really good-looking girl in cut-off shorts with tan legs and put her out in the Silverado and make it a country song. Ain't no damn writers sitting around going right now. What if we take a prostitute and a police officer and they're both down on their luck, and they're both lonesome, and they fall in love. Ain't nobody writing that song. Chris Knight did, and it's a hell of a song. Uh, it's just the creative juices that, I mean, that goes through this man into why he's such a good songwriter. And it's just 
and it's a it's it's a beautiful song. It be all, you know at the end of the day, it's a hell of a song. Um, now we're getting down to the nitty gritty, and this one's not a deep song really, but it's got a good uh, plot twist in it, and it's just a it's just a even even the upbeat songs from Chris Knight have a little bit of a turn in them, a little bit of a dark side, but uh, also from the self titled record, uh, this one's called Framed. All right, that was framed. It's an all-time classic Chris Knight song. That's like you, you've got to know that one. Now, if you're any kind of Chris Knight fan, you're uh, and you know we're doing the top ten songs on the self-titled record, Pretty Good Guy and Jealous Kind, you know the two songs that more likely are coming up last, right? It's just what's one and what's two. And in my opinion, it's 1A, 1B. But, um, and I'm probably, you know, and a lot of people will agree with me and some won't. Uh, the number two song for me is Down the River. Um, you all know the story. Him and his brother going down. Uh, got into it with Wilson. Gunshot. Can't find the brother. They they drug and drug the river until they decided to drown. Then uh, Chris got his comeuppance on uh, on Wilson. And we know Wilson's cousin. Uh, we all hope Wilson's cousin. You know, we I can't believe we never got a... Uh, part two on this but i hope wilson's cousin got the business too um this is one of the most popular chris knight songs which which proves we're all a little messed up it's like the equivalent of all of our wives and girlfriends that watch 16 episodes of snapped at one time this is our snapped i guess the down the river uh episode that has never happened that we hadn't got to see but uh here we go number two song for the first three records down the river, Chris Knight. So listen how dark it starts. I was 18, my brother was 21. One Saturday evening, when all the work was done, we went down to had some tried lines to run My brother Walter Had a fight the week before Knocked a boy named Wilson Through the pool hall door They said you don't mess with Wilson 
Just, just such a powerful song, man. It's, just, it's truly just, uh, it's, it's, it's made it through the test of time, and nobody else writes that song. Like again, Chris Knight is the only guy that with the balls to write songs like that, and he knew he was never going to be featured. I mean, even though there was some stuff that CMT done with him in the mid two thousands, but you know, you're not going to get all this acclaim on a national, um, you know. You're not going to get on CMT and in mainstream radio with songs like, you know, um, Down the River and Carla Came Home. But the man has stayed true to himself literally his entire career. And everybody's always like, I wonder why Chris Chris Knight never made it bigger. Because Chris Knight is Chris Knight. He's not trying to be anything else. And that's what I've always loved and admired about the man is that that song is so powerful and – you know, I can't imagine him never, you know, not singing that song. There's no way he he can get through a show without people requesting that. And you know, I don't know. I, I can't believe he never he never did a follow up to that one. Uh, honestly, uh, I just I guess it's it's tough to follow that one. Um, but yeah, I, it's 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 if you tell me that's your number one song, then I get it. If and I'm talking about all seven records, not just the first three. If if every song that Chris Knight owns uh, has that if Down the River is your favorite, then I'm not going to argue. For me personally, um, it's this next one. However, to conclude the list, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'm sorry, this I've never done anything you know like this. Even in our uh, One Lane Road podcast back in the day, we never did like a a countdown of songs. And it's again, it's I tried to do this. Um, a few days ago, I've had some equipment. Like I, I talked about it on the Titans episode a minute ago, I had a had some uh, my phone crash, so I had to upgrade my phone. So I didn't have the right uh, port, the USB C. That uh, then it didn't. It was just a headache for two or three days in a row. Then my kid had a basketball game last night, so it's it's been about five days after I posted this that we finally get around to uh, actually doing this podcast. It's a little bit late at night, and uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Regardless. Um, I really don't know what the rules and parameters on how much music you can you can share, but guess what? I'm not making a dime off this podcast, so um, hopefully nobody will come uh, bully me for playing music on a podcast. I don't, you know I don't know what the technical rules are on that, but when you're just trying to honor a guy and I'm not getting paid any any friggin' money for it, just maybe everybody be cool about it. But 
Um, this is my number one Chris Knight song ever. Any record, all the records. This is one of my top ten favorite country music songs of all time. And that includes, I mean, all the hitters, all the legends. But this song, I don't know, man, it's always been very special to me. Um, again, maybe a top five country song for me. It, it's far and beyond, uh, far away, my favorite Chris Knight song. Several people have covered this song. Nobody done it justice like Chris Knight. It ain't easy being me. my opinion uh for my list the number one chris knight song on this list it's from the like i said top three or the first three albums it ain't easy being me and we all know that person in a relationship that's just too damn stubborn and we know like i said we know the words that'll bring you back and they'll sit there and won't say anything just because they're stubborn and they're and they're too proud to do the right thing to make the relationship work and we all know those people that just, just when things are going good, they'll do something to screw it up. Uh, we've all been those people in one way or another, whether you admit it or not. Um, you've been that stubborn ass in the in the relationship, uh, too proud to, to compromise. And um, I just think that's a that's a classic. Um, and again, it just sometimes you forget, and that's the point of this. Like I want people to know. Like, my dad's generation had Steve Earl and John Prine. It's Chris Knight for my generation, for me. Um, there's, there's no one better. So when I, when I was putting this list together, and I've got the top ten for this, then I've got the top ten for the next four records, which is equally as hard. But you can tell I'm so biased to that first and third record. There was, there was some stuff from the second one, but those first and third, and then I got to look, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, I could do a top 50 Chris Knight songs, and it would be tough. So even though when I hosted that show and Chris wasn't the most outgoing cat ever, I, I don't care. When he tells my sound guy, who the hell's Bubba? I'm Chris Knight. 
when he tells the shed, I don't give a shit if you buy my CDs and koozies or not. <laughs> you know, when he tells me, I don't know what part you understand. Don't understand I ain't doing the merch table tonight. I didn't say you were, Chris. I just asked if you could sign some autographs. You got it like damn Grand Central Station back here. All that, that man could have, that man could have cussed me out and called me a bottom of the barrel piece of shit. And I just said, you're right. <laughs> you know, I just, I, that's how much I think and respect the, of the Chris Knight, the singer-songwriter. And I knew Chris was a little ornery from other stories and stuff. So when he, when he was, wasn't the most, uh, you know, outgoing guy to me, he didn't have to be. He didn't know me. He didn't owe me anything. And uh, it, it was because it was an honor for me. So that's why I laugh at those stories because I know he didn't mean nothing by it. Uh, I'd love the opportunity to do it again because I've been seeing some stuff that he's 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 doing. And, man, it, it, he's playing with his band. He looks great again. He looks looks like he's, you know, look, he looks, um, looks good and healthy. Uh, my buddy Addison's got a show with him coming up in Indianapolis January the 20th. I'd love to be at. So at the end of the end of the day, like I said, Chris could have talked to me however he wanted to. It was my honor to host uh, to, to me a musical legend, uh, a, a true legend, singer songwriting legend, uh, one of my favorites, one of my top ten musicians of all time in country music and Americana. So. Um, We'll put a bow on this one again, guys. A little out, definitely out of the realm of what I usually do on podcast. So, uh, so appreciate your patience if you made it through this hour and fourteen minutes. Uh, I, I appreciate it because, like, this, this is what we usually do. But uh, there just there was just so much Chris Knight music to hit, and I want people to know it. Uh, my friends know it, but the, the generation below me they need to know Chris Knight. So I'm just trying to do my part of getting that music out there. Thank you to Jason Knight again. Hell of a dude uh, for sharing our post and getting some uh, getting some eyes and ears on this podcast. Once again, it's the North Spring Sessions podcast with DK. I've been your host, Dustin Kennedy. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll be looking for that part two coming up soon. Thank you. And also be looking for that North Springs Music Festival 2024 coming October 11th and 12th to Whitleyville, Tennessee.